Fishing like a local isn't just about catching fish. It's about connecting with the environment and the people who call it home. It's about hearing the stories and traditions that have been passed down for generations and sharing unforgettable moments with the people you meet along the way. Fishing like a local is having an experience that stays with you forever. And with Fishing Booker, you can experience it too, no matter where you are. Discover your next adventure on Fishing Booker. Thanks for listening to the For the Campus podcast, where each week we sit down and have discussions about Christian faithfulness in the college campus. To learn more about City Church Tallahassee and our ministries, head to citychurchtallahassee.com. All right. Hey, guys. Thanks again for listening to the For the Campus podcast. Today, I invited student leader and our evangelism team lead, Tim Jones, on to have a final conversation in our small series on evangelism about just some of the things that Tim felt like were important for us to clarify and to discuss with our students. So, Tim, can you go ahead and lead us with this conversation? Yeah, definitely. First, uh, just thanks for having me on. It's been awesome to be able to be a part of this and to help lead with evangelism and everything. Um, and so I just came up with a few different things that I think are important for us to think through um, in a biblical sense so that we don't get caught off guard, mm-hmm. you know, when we're out and about trying to share the gospel and we run into things, um, you know, that, that are kind of difficult to deal with. Uh, it's always better if we've thought through them beforehand. So um, just a few things. Uh, the first one I've come up with is, is how to deal with rejection, mm-hmm. right? Um, this happens pretty often um, if you're out sharing the gospel you know, daily or weekly, you'll definitely experience this multiple times. And so um, I think it's important for us to know, you know, how, how do I think about that? Um, I don't want us to view ourselves as failures if those things don't, mm-hmm. if it doesn't go well, a conversation doesn't go well or something like that, um, because sometimes that can cripple us even from actually doing it more yeah. um, in the future. And so um, just some things on that. The first thing I would say is if we're sharing the gospel well, um, in other words, what I mean by well is that it's not our manner that people are rejecting, mm-hmm. but it's the message, uh, right? We're not being belligerent or frustrating or, or, or getting angry with them, that type of thing. But rather, they're just getting frustrated with our message um, that because it's naturally mm-hmm. offensive to tell somebody that they're a sinner who needs Christ, yeah. um, you know, or, or else they're going to be punished by, by God. Um, and so the point I'm making is that they're actually rejecting Jesus, not you. Mm-hmm. Um, they're, they're not rejecting you as a person or, or, you know, things that they don't like about you. They're rejecting the message of, of Jesus. And so um, I think that we can take some pressure, some weight off of ourselves by, by viewing it through that lens. Yeah. And you talked about, you know, we got to make sure they're not rejecting our manner. And I think right. that's helpful because when you do get rejected or you have lots of rejections and you're trying to share the gospel, I think it's important just to slow down and ask yourself, mm-hmm. like, okay, am I— am I being clear? Mm-hmm. Am I doing this the right way? Are there ways that I could maybe, you know, find people in a better context or in a better environment, you know, mm-hmm. like use a better median, for instance. Um, you know, there's a book I really like, it's called Amusing Ourselves to Death. And he's talking about how some medians are better than others for communicating things. Mm-hmm. And so he's like a smoke signal is really great for saying, I need help. <laughs> it's a great medium to use. It's a bad medium to use to have a theological debate. Like right, you're shooting up right. smoke, I'm shooting up smoke. <laughs> it's like, it's not the, you know, and I think there are times where it's like, you need to ask yourself, like, am I doing this in the right place? Am I doing this the right way? Um, and I think that it's good to assess. And another thing I wanted to add on rejection is one, first off, it's okay to assess. And we'll talk mm-hmm. about this in a little bit, but I think that's one of the reasons it's good to share the gospel with others because you can learn yeah. from them, but they can also give you a little bit of feedback, you know, if, if you're doing something that maybe is just hindering people from hearing that message mm-hmm. and the clarity. Um, and, this, and the second one is I would say it's okay 
that it feels bad. Yeah. You know, like, it's, yeah. I think that sometimes we think like, oh, like if we go share the gospel with people, we share the gospel with our friends, our family, and they don't, they reject it, mm-hmm. you know, and then I feel bad. I feel self-conscious. I feel, you know, I don't think that it's good to, to feel self-conscious like, oh no, this made me look bad, right, but right. it's okay that it like, it shouldn't be like just you know, what's the old saying, water off a duck's back, <laughs> Yeah. you know, that people are rejecting Christ, like, especially people mm-hmm. we care about. So if you share the gospel with somebody and they reject Christ and you feel like a weight, that's okay. Yeah. You know, you don't have to, it doesn't make you a bad Christian. Yeah. And I actually think that that, you know, to some extent could reveal that, that we really care about that person that we, you know, and beyond that, that we care about Christ and him being mm-hmm. glorified and worshiped by people who aren't doing that currently. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, uh, it, we just don't want it to cripple us in the future, right, to, to where we don't go out and continue to share the gospel for fear of rejection again. Mm-hmm. Um, but I, So it's definitely, you know, walking the line. Mm-hmm. Um, it is a, it, there is a fine line there, but no, that's definitely a great point. Yeah, and I think it's supposed to hurt. Like, mm-hmm. I do think that when people refuse Christ as people who care and love people, we, mm-hmm. it, not that we stop, but that we feel it. Like, we yeah. feel the weight. And I, to me, I think that a lot of times when young Christians first start sharing the gospel, that it's it's very much like they're just they're trying to do it and they're trying to kind of check that box mm-hmm. off they're trying to and i think i i don't think it's necessarily wrong when you first start sharing the gospel you're just like i'm just trying to break the ice right, here right. and get used to this but i think that it's you know we go back to like is there something about my manner that mm-hmm. can be off-putting yeah i think it's really off-putting when people do it in a way that just feels like like they're you know telling you about a upcoming festival or something, you know, Hey, <laughs> right. would you like to come to the festival? Okay. You know, like, it just seems like impersonal, impersonal yeah. and doesn't feel like there's a way where mm-hmm. it's like, um, and I think that's, a, you know, I'd rather share the gospel than, you know, and maybe not do it the best way than yeah. not share it at all. But I do think that like, it's okay for there to be a weight there. I think it's important for, for students to understand. Yeah, definitely. Um, and you know, if you are feeling frustrated or if we, any of us, cause I've experienced this too. And you know, I'm sure that you have, but, mm-hmm. Um, like talk to people about it, talk to friends, um, talk to, you know, your, your youth pastor or, or pastor of the church or anything like that, college director, um, because sometimes it's, you know, difficult when we just hold it all in. And so we mm-hmm. do need to kind of, you know, get the help from the Christian community around us. Mm-hmm. But And that brings up a great to- topic of dealing with frustration, mm-hmm. which I think that's something that, you know, a lot of times we talk about fear, 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 fear. Yeah. And... You know, sometimes it's frustrating, though. It's not like a fear. It's yeah. like I'm really frustrated because I feel like, you know, people won't actually engage in the conversation. Mm-hmm. They're calling me close-minded, but they won't even listen to what I have to say. And, like, yeah. I think it's important for us, too, to there's a dealing with frustration just to be mindful that the only difference between us and somebody who doesn't know the Lord is that, that we have the grace of Christ, that he's mm-hmm. worked in our lives, and that we're not better than those people. And I think it is it can be frustrating on campus sometimes to share yeah. the gospel, like, you know. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, people can be mean, people can be frustrating, um, like you're saying, but <clears throat> we just don't want to become so discouraged to the point where, uh, you know, we kind of just check out um, and don't try to, you know, make our manner better so that maybe mm-hmm. maybe we can make the conversation less frustrating through things that we do. Yeah. Um, and and then, you know, share the gospel more effectively the next time around that we do it. So, mm-hmm. yeah. Um, well, another one that we could talk about is awkwardness. Mm-hmm. Um, this is something that, that we all deal with, you know, especially if it's somebody, I mean, there's awkwardness on both sides. If it's somebody that you don't really know that well, then you're like, uh, I don't really know this person's background. I don't know how to talk to them. Mm-hmm. And on the other hand, on the other side of things, you could be talking to a really close family member who you know is against uh, the gospel, against Jesus, and, and just doesn't want to hear it. Um, I have that 
in my life. And so I know what that, that feels like. But um, some things there, I, I think we just have to weigh, um, you know, the fact that the prize of potentially leading them to Christ is greater than the consequence of that, you know, awkwardness for maybe 20 minutes, if you even have that long conversation. And, and a lot of times it's not. Um, and so we have to put it into perspective like this. Jesus can transform this person's heart. I, it's not on my shoulders to actually transform their heart. Yes, I need to convince them and or try to, but ultimately the Lord's the one who can and say and will save them if He does. And so, um, we should continue to share the gospel with these people, knowing that Jesus will save them if He if He wants to, and um, and He can transform their hearts. And so, uh, and then beyond that, just love for Christ, right? If I, I mean, the book of First John is clear that if I love Christ, then I'm going to obey his commandments, and, and one of his commandments is to, to carry out the gospel um, in our lives, but then also to share it with our words. Um, and so I think that we can't just make all these excuses about awkwardness mm-hmm. or things like that um, in order to, to not do it. And I think that, you know, we talk about, like, awkwardness. I think a better word to kind of think about in around evangelism is being uncomfortable. Yeah. Yeah. And like I, I went through a season where I was training jujitsu for a little bit. Mm-hmm. And one of the things that like I grew up playing sports, I played defensive end, like, you know, pretty, pretty, you know, used to physical contact and everything. But you learn how to be uncomfortable. Yeah. And like yeah. our natural instinct is to panic when we're uncomfortable. <laughs> yep. Um, like even physically, like because you're doing drills and people are choking you mm-hmm. out and you're getting you got to get used to the fact that like your body's screaming, do not be uncomfortable. Right. But you're trying right. to get used to that. I think in evangelism, we don't want to be numb, like uh, back to the weightiness. Like mm-hmm. there's a weightiness about sharing Christ with people and people rejecting Christ. Yeah. But I think for a Christian, if we're going to be faithful, we have to get comfortable yeah. being uncomfortable. Yeah, that's, kind that's of awesome. A that's a cliche, but that's a great point. And, and your whole point about being uncomfortable um, with like physical stuff. I've watched, um, you know, trainings before of like soldiers in, mm-hmm. you know, underwater exercises and things where they have to learn how to dive and stuff like that. And it's mm-hmm. the same thing. That's what you're saying. Um, and, and they, they are after, you know, period of practice, they do get comfortable with that. Mm-hmm. And then they're able to function well under mm-hmm. that pressure, under that stress, under that uncomfortable, um, tension. And so in the same way, like we as Christians can also train ourselves to do that in these circumstances and situations. And then we actually become better witnesses through yeah. it, right? The Lord grows us through those experiences. And when you're, when you're constantly thinking about, and this is true for like public speaking, when you're constantly thinking about, oh my goodness, what are they thinking? What are they thinking? Am I, do, I <laughs> yeah. look, do I look dumb? You know, am I not doing the right thing? And you're thinking about everything else mm-hmm. other than what you're saying, <laughs> right? Yeah. That's the problem with public <laughs> speaking is like when you're just thinking, uh, trying to assess how, what everyone thinks about you, you're not actually thinking about what you're trying to right. communicate. So I think that like for Christians, th- and we've said this before, but it's important, the only way to get comfortable mm-hmm. is to push through being uncomfortable. There right. is no magic yeah. pill. There is no great book, great mm-hmm. blog. You're not going to read a blog post and all of a sudden be comfortable sharing the faith. Yeah. The only way is just to get used to it being a little uncomfortable. And the reality on college campus is uh, you'll you'll realize how surface level everything yeah. is. It is always conversations mm-hmm. about very trivial very surface level things. And if you get good at having these conversations, actually be refreshing to people, I think, to to actually ask them meaningful questions about what do you yeah. think? How do you feel? What do you believe? Like you're pushing through just like, did you see the game Saturday? <laughs> yep. Well, yep. You're, you know, it's like, that's okay. It's okay to have that conversation. But when you, when you actually talk to somebody about how do you actually, how are you doing? And mm-hmm. then you turn that into an actual gospel conversation. I think that's, that's a really you'll be a breath of fresh air to that person, yeah. I think. Yeah, exactly. Something that they don't experience very often. Mm-hmm. Um, and then hopefully they'll open up to you more and, and be willing to hear you, you know, share the gospel with them. So, mm-hmm. yeah, great points. Um, 
Something else that we deal with a lot, and actually the previous, you know, this talk about being uncomfortable leads perfectly into this, is not knowing how to answer certain questions or, or comments that people make. Um, oftentimes in, in those situations, we like you were talking about, we panic and then uh, we, you know, freak out and start jumbling our words and don't know what to say and this and that. And um, I think that what we can do is actually become comfortable with saying, I don't know, mm-hmm. right? And we talked about this a little bit in the last podcast, but there are so many um, obscure questions that people will ask randomly. Mm-hmm. And yes, we're called to be prepared, but we can't prepare for every single little thing that comes up. Sure. Um, and so people, you know, they'll ask you things and it's okay to just say, I don't know. And maybe, maybe you know, write it down, jot it down in your phone or, mm-hmm. or on a sticky note or something and tell them, hey, you know, let me get back to you on that. I don't know that specific answer. Um, and then it's also important to understand, like, just because you don't know that answer, that doesn't undermine the whole Christian faith. Yeah. Like, well, it doesn't mean there's <laughs> not an answer. Right. And I think it's important that what you said, I, I, reala- I realized this in college and it was really helpful for me, is drop your pride mm-hmm. and realize that you as an individual do not represent right. the entire Christian faith. <laughs> yeah. So, like, give yourself a break. Mm-hmm. And what you said is, I think when, you, when you're talking to somebody and you say, man, I don't know, can I look that up for you? Yeah, yeah. And then you it gives you a great opportunity to do two things. One, to have some humility. Mm-hmm. All of a sudden, too, when you're sharing the gospel and somebody has a guard up mm-hmm. and they're like, oh, oh, we're about to do this. Like, we're about to, we're about to have a debate here. <laughs> it's like, and then you say that. Like, hey, Tim, I don't know, man. Yeah. Can I get back to you on that? Mm-hmm. All of a sudden, you've actually started to lower their guard Absolutely. down because you've shown some humility. You've shown, shown some vulnerability. But it's also sets you up perfectly to have a follow-up conversation. Right. And I will always say this, going into the second conversation is always so much easier. Yeah because you know that they want to have that conversation. Mm-hmm. It's like going into the second date, you know? It's like you've <laughs> yeah. already asked her out, right? It's like, so you're going to the second date, you have a pretty good feel that she wants to see you again, you know? So you're going into the yep. second conversation, and, you, and you're not, like, worried about, is this person going to just totally reject mm-hmm. even having this? So right. I think that, yeah, that what you said, I think just be comfortable, you know, saying, hey, let me get back to you, and then and you'll learn some pretty good resources out there, and we mm-hmm. can share some of those, too. Yeah, absolutely. There's there's always, and I'll just share this from from the book, Tactics, that you know we talk about a lot here at City Church, um, and I love one of the points he, Greg Kokel makes, which is that if somebody asks a question and it seems to come to a conclusion other than a bi- you know one that a biblical worldview would come to, somehow, somewhere, they've their reasoning is wrong. Mm-hmm. And so there will be you know, a way to understand that topic or that question that fits into the Christian worldview. There absolutely will be. And so it's okay for, for us to figure that out later. Um, but that's always been encouraging to me is, you know, if I just keep looking, and it may not be in the, in the midst of the conversation, but if I keep looking and, and use other resources and things, I will find it eventually. Um, and then I'll be more prepared yep. for that second conversation like you talked about, and then also for conversations with other people in the future. And we just released a podcast last week mm-hmm. on tactics. So okay. if you haven't yeah. read, read tactics, you can go back and at least listen to that podcast, but definitely worth, worth, the, worth the, the read. Yeah. Well, and, and then what's the last one that you have? Yeah. Um, the last one is like, if you, if you don't feel like sharing, right? Sometimes this uh, plagues us all at different times. Um, the first thing I would say, I was actually just listening to a sermon earlier about, um, you know, becoming callous towards sin and that type of thing. Mm-hmm. And, and one of the things that the pastor was talking about is if your relationship with the Lord is not on good terms, then your desire to share the mm-hmm. gospel with other people and also to live it out just in the way that you act and, and all of that is not really going to be there as much. Mm-hmm. Um, if, if I'm not pursuing the Lord in, in His Word, if I'm not in prayer, like actually seeking Him and dealing with the sin in my life and asking Him to transform me to be more like Christ, 
um, then I'm not going to feel like sharing, at least not as much as I would if I were doing all of those other things. Um, and so, I mean, I've kind of already you know, given the answer, but the, it, I hate like cliches because what happens is we give these Bible answers like, oh, what do I do for this? Oh, I read the Bible, pray more. But mm-hmm. then we get tired of those answers because we don't ever actually do it to mm-hmm. like as much as we need to to see the results of, of doing it. And so, um, you know, that's something I would, I, and I'm challenging myself on this as well, right, is when I'm frustrated because, uh, you know, I just don't feel like sharing, but there's a part of me that knows I should. Um, like, I need to get in the Word. I need to, I need to you know, wash my mind with the truths of, of mm-hmm. the Lord um, so that I, my heart does see a need for people to be saved. Um, and then the last thing I would say, um, and then, you know, I'm sure you have some input, is, is just that focusing on my own need for Christ. Mm-hmm. And I mentioned this in the last one. I, just, I think it's so important. If I understand my own sin and my own desperate need for, for Christ's uh, sacrifice and his resurrection on my behalf, then if, you know, me understanding that will cause me to understand the desperate need that other people have as well. Mm-hmm. Um, and so we've heard it said, or may, you know, maybe you have, maybe you haven't, but it, it's true that the gospel is not just like the starting place of the Christian life. Um, I've heard it said that, you know, it's the building in which all of the Christian classes happen mm-hmm. um, type of thing. And so we have to continue nourishing our own mm-hmm. hearts and minds with the truths of the gospel and our own need for it in order to uh, cultivate a desire to share it with others. And I think all the Christian growth, whether it's affection, Mm -hmm. desire to read the word, um, desire to share the gospel, all of that goes back to that Psalm 1 principle of, you know, health, Mm -hmm. like a healthy tree, a growing tree, a vibrant tree is one that's planted by the water. And I think what happens in our life is other things kind of to to keep on the the agricultural side, they choke out Mm -hmm. the nutrients, they choke out our time, they choke out our energy. Um, and what I will say that I've noticed is when people start to lose their affection for the Lord Mm -hmm. and people start to lose their desire for community and people start to lose their desire to share the gospel and those things are all related Mm -hmm. that what happens is they actually go into denial. Mm. It's not a, it's not like they're consciously saying, I want to be unfaithful and I want to move away from Christian community and I want to not share the gospel. They kind of convince themselves that that everything's okay. Everything's mm. okay. And, yeah. you know, I'm just having to give a lot of time to studying. I'm just having to do, and we, we kind of create all these excuses mm-hmm. and we go into a form of denial. And what happens is we get further and further and further from that yeah. water mm-hmm. and it becomes harder and harder. And because they are all interconnected, you know, you tell somebody who's, who's lost their desire to share the gospel, to read the word, mm-hmm. they've also lost their desire yeah. to read the word. And you can tell somebody who you know, I see this all the time, college students who are just drifting away from community, drifting away from community, and they're frustrated because community is really hard and (laughs) really frustrating, and Christians are really annoying. I'm Mm -hmm. one of them. But, um, (laughs) and then you tell them, well, read the Word. Guess what? I want to read the Word. Right. You know, and all those things are related, and I think what the the answer is, we got to be reminded that we need to plant ourselves by the water and Mm -hmm. push back towards and it is not always going to be like when you don't desire something, you got to sometimes just push, push through in obedience. Yeah. And I think that um, there's a lot of maturity that comes with that. The last thing I wanted to add was uh, your illustration of sharing the gospel is kind of like a cheese it because you have a box of cheese its here. It's bite size. Uh huh. It's not stale <laughs> and it's a little cheesy. <laughs> oh my gosh. There's some pointers, but Tim, thanks for hanging out today. Absolutely. It's been good. Thanks for having me on. Thanks again for listening to the For the Campus podcast. If this podcast was helpful for you, please take time to share it with others. Also, feel free to reach out to us online. Have a great day.